There are times after an anthem like that that I think, well, that's enough. Could we just hold that and let that be? But our scriptures today bring us into some honest look at where we are on our Advent journey. It's a time where we're all trying to be happy, and there was one person from the congregation who pasted something on, posted something on Facebook that said, all her shopping was done and it was all wrapped in under the tree, and I responded with, it's not nice to brag, <laughs> and I have not yet begun. And so we are in a time of the season where there is a lot of anxiety about getting things done. There's a lot of anxiety about trying to really grasp onto the meaning of Christmas that can seem so fleeting at times. This concept of joy, this is the Sunday of joy, so everybody put a smile on your face, be joyful. Joy is not always easy to find. We can feel very isolated, sometimes in our families, sometimes in the community. Sometimes we can feel disconnected, and we can be filled with so much angst that it is hard this 10 days out from Christmas. Is that what, Jerry, you gave the count? Is it 10 days? 10 days out from Christmas. Sometimes it is hard to find that place where we can really be rooted in joy. And it's hard. It's hard because the world demands a lot of us. If we watch television at all, there are all the glitzy, I, I stay away from Hallmark Channel movies, but I, I, but, but I see their titles. Everything about all those perfect, happy, rosy Christmases and all that good stuff. And I see enough of real life that those just make me sad, so I don't watch them. Um, and, but we're looking at this time where there is an expectation that just can't be met. And in Ecclesiastes, and you remember, it begins with vanity, vanity. All is vanity. And it says that there is vanity where the righteous are treated wickedly and the wicked are treated righteously. And that is so much of a definition of what we can see in our world. Those who get all the glory are those who are famous, whether they're actors and actresses or politicians or big sports figures. They are lifted up on high, getting all the glory. Thankfully, we no longer have that show, The Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, but I'm never going to quite get over that show, where they show these glorious palaces, making all of us think, well, we're not enough, we don't have enough, and that we aspire to that. And so, 
Those who are giving back the least are lifted up and exalted. And then there are those, the truly righteous, the ones that give up their hearts and their souls, those who take the time to listen to others, to meet others' needs, to be a blessing in their lives, are treated as if they are the wicked, the least of these. But we remember, and this is what we need to remember, that the last shall be first. So that God does have a plan for us. There was a wonderful little video of a woman named Kristen who was having a barbecue at her new house. She was quite excited to have this new house in this nice little community. And she bought a picnic table for the backyard so that they'd have a table to sit on. And when she bought it, it was placed in the backyard. She knew that it couldn't stay there. So after that barbecue, she had her friends move that table out into the front yard under the tree, inches from the sidewalk. And she painted it a nice bright turquoise because it was her favorite color. And she went out there on the first day and she brought some projects to work on so that she wouldn't just be this oddball sitting on this picnic table in her front yard. And so she was working on a writing project and an art project and she had these things and it took three hours, but somebody stopped by and sat down and had a nice conversation. And so as she practiced being in community, sitting on her picnic table in the front yard, inches away from the sidewalk, more people came to stop by and gathered, and people would stop by for a cup of coffee. And there became this group of women who didn't have all that much in common, as in some were homemakers, some were elderly, some worked, but they found that they could gather around this table and find things that they could share in common. And they learned to do the most amazing thing, to listen to each other. They learned to be with each other and to be fully present to each other. And then there were elderly men in the neighborhood who would stop by and find comfort that they too were welcomed in with a cup of coffee. And she built community. And she wondered later why she felt so moved to paint that picnic table turquoise and set it in her front lawn. But she knew that God had moved her to seek out being in relationship with others. We talked at Bible study the other night about joy. Where was our joy? What is our joy? How do we find joy? Just what is this joy thing? And we found that our joy was when we saw that someone else was blessed, that someone else felt included, that somebody else was lifted up, 
that joy is not something we have in ourselves. Joy is something that is found in relationship. And Jesus said, abide in me. Be in relationship with me. As I abide in you, as I am in relationship with you. This joy does not happen alone. We abide in God and God abides in us. And I dare say we abide in each other. When we share our joys and our sorrows, when we sit here present to each other, even in our silence, we abide in each other. And therefore God abides in us. And for us to find that deep-seated joy, not happiness, not, not hilarity, those are all good things. There's nothing better than good laughter and great smiles and all those wonderful things, all the fun. But there are times when we need to find joy even in our deepest sorrows. We need to find that joy of connection, of abiding in God, of abiding in each other, so that that joy, that joy knowing that we are rooted in something that is greater than ourselves, can carry us through. That is the joy that Jesus tells us to seek. And he says, when you abide in me and I abide in you, then Jesus' joy is complete and that our joy might be complete. And so today, as we seek the joy of our faith, we don't seek it alone. This is not a solo journey. This is a journey we go on together. And so let this be our turquoise table, and let us gather together and abide in each other and abide in love. Amen.